Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seydal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. I'm so excited. I always say that because you know I am absolutely book obsessed and I have read an amazing, amazing book. It is called Belonging, The Science of Creating Connection and Bridging Divides by Jeffrey Cohen. Now, this book is so good because it helps us on so many levels. He really does teach us that we can explore the importance of creating a sense of belonging. We can also offer practical ideas and actions that we can apply to our life almost right away that can help promote our well-being, our sense of community, our sense of belonging and workplace in our life and in our workplace. So all over the place. So this book is so good because it really does help us to create this sense of belonging in our communities, our workplace, in our schools and everywhere. So have you ever felt like you didn't belong? Or have you ever felt like you you feel like maybe you've left some people out? Well, this book the author argues that belonging is a fundamental human need that affects our physical, emotional, and cognitive well-being. So it is a basic human need. So without it, we can sacrifice, we can have the physical effects of stress from feeling that we don't belong. There's emotional stress that comes with that and and it affects our mental well-being. It also affects our cognitive well-being. So everything is affected when we don't have a sense of belonging. And it's actually crucial for promoting inclusion and also to build strong communities. So now the author in this book draws on the latest research in social psychology neuroscience, and also education. And this book offers so many strategies that can help really create this culture of belonging in this sense of, you know, challenging maybe our biases and our stereotypes that might be bridging us from each other, that might be creating divides. So by emphasizing the importance of belonging and emphasizing the need to to take action around this can really, really help us in so many ways. So this book, Belonging, aims to empower us and also in communities to create more inclusion, to create more supportive environments that can promote the well-being of everyone. So this is so good. My name is Andrea Seidel. I'm the book doula. I help people read, write, and publish books. And obviously I'm book obsessed. And so I always say if something sparks your interest when we talk about these books and it's the unconventional approach to a book club where it's a podcast and it has a summary and some actionable nuggets. But I always say if something sparks your interest to purchase the book and support the author, because let's face it, these books change lives and and they're putting the authors are putting so much research, education, experience into these. I always call them pa- 
packages of wisdom and packaged just such a gift, these books. So let's jump into all the main key takeaways that I sucked out from this book is he talks a lot in this book about belonging as a fundamental human need. So we are wired to seek out connections. We're wired to belong with others. We're wired that way. So the need to belong is so strong that if we feel like we don't belong, it's going to affect us, our well-being on all levels, physically, emotionally, and cognitively. So we have a fundamental need for connection and belonging. It is wired in our brain. That's one of the key takeaways. Another one is that inclusion or inclusive communities, they tend to be stronger and they tend to be more resilient. So in other words, when we feel like we belong, we are more likely to contribute to our communities. We're more likely to be a part of our communities, ourselves, and we actually make ourselves stronger and we make our communities stronger. We also, when we are part of a community, we feel stronger and more resilient. I don't know about you, but when you have people around you, when you're going through a challenging time or any time, you feel better, you feel stronger, you tap into your resources and reach out and connect to those people that can support you. It is so profound. And by creating more inclusive communities, we can build better futures for everyone. We can help everyone's well-being. So inclusive communities tend to be stronger and more resilient. And that's a major wonderful benefit of belonging. Another thing he talks about in his book is this idea belonging can be fostered and we can um, really enhance this belonging through small actions. So small actions can be so simple. They can be something like acknowledging someone's presence, or it can be just genuine showing interest in someone else's life. It can be about creating you know, just a moment of connection. So belonging can be fostered through even the smallest of actions. That's one of the key messages in his book, that these actions can be especially powerful when they come from people that are maybe of a higher position or a position of authority or a position of influence. But regardless, small actions such as acknowledging someone's presence or showing interest in someone else's life, that can create a sense of belonging. So simple and something that all of us can do. He also talks in his book about social identity actually shapes our sense of belonging. So our sense of belonging is shaped basically by the social groups that we identify with. So I know when I go to my yoga practice, I teach my yoga classes, I feel like it's like my little tribe and I feel like I'm so connected to like-minded people when I go to the, you know, my classes or when I participate in a class because it just, it's part of my identity. It really does shape my sense of belonging. I feel like I belong there. I feel like I belong teaching the class, but I feel like I belong participating. I feel like it's my tribe. So our sense of belonging is largely shaped by our social groups that we identify with. So what are some of the social groups that you belong to? And maybe you could foster some more. So when we feel like we belong to a group, we experience positive emotions such as happiness and pride and joy. So 
The opposite of that is true. So when we feel like we're excluded or rejected or left out, it's going to have a negative effect on us. That experience uh, will create negative emotions such as sadness and anger. So you can see how our social identity is shaped by the groups and the social groups that we identify with. And so that was a really eureka for me when, when I read that book and started making me think of like, who, what other groups can I belong to or, or how, how are my social groups helping me with my identity? Another thing he talks about in his book is this idea of stereotypes and biases. They can actually undermine and destroy belonging. And now it makes sense, right? Stereotypes and biases, they create divisions. They create a divide and it undermines the sense of belonging. It makes people not feel like they belong. And this very attitude can lead to obviously discrimination and it can also lead to exclusion, which is so harmful for individuals and not good for the broader community as well. So stereotypes and biases, they undermine belonging. So another thing he talks about in his book are all these action items, like things that we can do to actually help foster a sense of belonging and help create a more inclusive community. And some of his examples, I love them in his book, are basically, you know, encourage diverse perspectives. So he suggests that we actively seek out and value diverse perspectives. And I think this is so great because it's great for our own personal growth and development. So encouraging us to have a diverse perspective and to value and actually seek out diverse perspectives. It can be done by just engaging with people uh, from different backgrounds, people with different cultures, people with different identities. And just by increasing our and creating more opportunities for for differences and, and allow people to share their ideas and their experiences will really encourage diverse perspectives. And that's one action item or that's action items that we can do. Another thing we can do to help foster a sense of belonging is by building connections. Now, how do we build connections? The idea here is to take small actions to build connecting with others, opportunities to connect to others. So this can be as simple as acknowledging someone's presence or showing interest in someone else's life. That will build connections between you and other people and reaching out to people, right? When people feel seen and they feel valued, they're more likely to feel like they belong. So an action item that can foster a sense of belonging is by building connections. And I just love that suggestion. Another suggestion action item that he suggests is challenging our stereotypes and our biases. Start to be more aware of our own stereotypes and biases and basically work to challenge them. So this can be done by learning about different cultures, learning about diff different identities and actively seeking out opportunities that we can engage with people from different backgrounds. So challenging our stereotypes and our biases is an action that we can take to help foster belonging and create more inclusion. So another thing that he suggests in his book is to foster a sense of community, right? So creating opportunities for people to come together and to connect. So what community that could you foster? How can you help people come together? I mentioned mine, which is the yoga. 
So this can be done. You can do community events. You can do shared experiences. You can do lots of activities that can promote or help with this sense of belonging. Bring people together for events or occasions and things like that. So great to help foster and create inclusion and a sense of community and belonging. Another thing he talks about in his book is this to address exclusionary practices. So this is where you maybe notice or you've identified or you've noticed that there is some exclusionary practices that might be present in your community or perhaps at your place of work or your organization and to challenge them, right? Um, so looking at policies, looking at practices that seem unfair or that maybe um, are, are like a disadvantage to certain groups or individuals. So he really does suggest an, uh, an action item to foster a sense of belonging is to address when you're, you are excluding people, when you are um, practicing exclusionary practices and really look at them. Another, see, this is why I love his book. There's so many action items that we can actually take to foster belonging, not only in ourselves, but in our other towards other people and communities. Um, another one is to create an inclusive culture. So by fostering a culture that that is inclusive is really good. It's about promoting respect, is about promoting empathy and promoting understanding of creating a foster of inclusion, a culture of inclusion. This can be done right through certain trainings, through educating, through giving everyone this book. It's so good. As well as modeling inclusive behaviors and attitudes. And I usually say to my, even my daughter, if she, there, you know, someone's leaving one of the friends out and like, you know, well, what would, how would that feel to you if you got left out of this? Or is there a way we can include everyone or, you know, like, it's just really fostering and modeling inclusive behavior and attitudes is so, so key. So you know me, I'm obsessed with positive psychology. So I love to think about the positive psychology applications that can help individuals and communities and promote this sense of belonging. So I, I, I really look in these books for these, the positive psychology nuggets of wisdom and just golden nuggets that can take a, that we can take away. And so in his book, he really does emphasize this idea of strength-based approach. So the book emphasizes the importance of recognizing recognizing and building on people's strengths, focusing on people's strengths rather than focusing on their weaknesses. And I love this positive psychology perspective. You know, what we can do is we can highlight individuals' unique qualities. We can highlight their contributions. We can create a more positive, inclusive culture just by fostering and really focusing on strength, strengths in others, as well as you know, positive attributes towards people and giving them attention for it. I love that he really does talk about this in his book and that this alone can foster a sense of belonging. Another positive psychology application that I kind of pulled out that I love that he included in his book is this idea of gratitude practice. This book really suggests that practicing gratitude can promote positive emotions. It can create a sense of connection and belonging by expressing 
and appreciating, expressing appreciation and gratitude towards others, towards organizations, towards people, we can really develop stronger connections with others. We can contribute to others' good well-being and good life and feelings of strength, that we can build better connections and relationships and foster a more positive and supportive environment. So practicing this idea of gratitude and appreciating positive elements of others and acknowledging them. Another thing he talks about in his book is mindfulness. This book really recommends practicing mindfulness as a way to cultivate a sense of being present, as a way of connecting with yourself as well as others. And he does emphasize this idea of mindfulness practices can help us you know, on so many levels, be more aware of our thinking, maybe potential biases or stereotypes we might have to be aware of our emotions and can help us develop greater empathy, greater understanding and compassion for others as well, which can help promote a sense of belonging. Another thing he talks about in his book is this idea of positive relationships. And this book highlights the importance of positive relationships in promoting a sense of belonging. So by building these positive and supportive relationships with others, uh, we can really create a sense of connection, a sense of community that fosters well-being, that fosters resilience. And this is all a wonderful byproduct of promoting a sense of belonging. So, oh my gosh, this book is so good. Belonging, the science of creating connection and bridging divides by Jeffrey Cohen is such a great book. So food for thought, ask yourself, what small actions can I take to create a sense of belonging in my community, in my family, in my organizations? What small actions can I create How can I do this? How can I create a sense of belonging for my family, for my community, for my organizations? And that is such a powerful question. So that's about it. Oh my gosh, wonderful book that creates so many suggestions for taking action, for recognizing that belonging is a fundamental human need. We all need it. So we need to foster it. We need to really safeguard it. We also want to bring about inclusive communities and know that when we do this, it makes our communities stronger. It makes us stronger. It makes our communities more resilient and makes us more resilient. And small actions can be taken as small as just acknowledging someone's presence or showing interest in someone's life can really foster a sense of belonging. So the next step too is challenge those stereotypes and biases that might be underlying belonging. And recognize that our social identity is really shaped by the groups that we belong to, right? And and how is it that we can build this sense of belonging through connecting with certain social groups and, and really feeling like we belong, making sure that we're not excluding or rejecting as well. So that's about it. Oh my gosh. I hope you got a lot out of this book. I know I did. I loved it. So powerful. And I'm just so happy that you're here for your book summaries. And please, 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 if you are getting a lot of value out of this, I put so much love and attention into reading all these books and sucking out all the actionable nuggets. 
please, if you haven't already, go on and leave a review so other people can find and know why you're listening to it. So they're more likely to listen to the podcast as well and share this with your communities or anyone that would benefit from knowledge because knowledge is power. So there you go. I'm your book doula, helping you read, write, and publish books. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreaseidel.com where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? If you've been thinking about writing a book or you know, you've know you lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.